What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Wow, Matt. Fellow adventurers. We're back with Sir Crogington to continue with Proving Grounds 2. Where we're just about to go into that temple and undo whatever sinister plans that they have. Into the temple. That's part 7. The twisting passages of the ancient Avari temple are no place for the meek. Yet in you must go, pursuit of enemies now holds the key to their wicked plans. Dracutor is the scenario. Begin. A recap of, recent, of the most recent events. Chew is silent for a few moments as his gaze shifts repeatedly from you to another. A length he again speaks. I know the two of you seek a way into that place, he says. Leave the guards on the outside to me. When I've got them distracted, I'll wager I, we could slip in wide on their noses. No two ways about it. It's the least I can do after you save my hide. Besides, I owe these brigands a little wousting. Having settled on the plan, the three of you move off in the direction of the temple, which Chew tells you is less than a mile away. Rio says nothing during the last leg of the trek. Her stern demeanour, and her stern demeanour betrays a deep concern she has about the fate of her father. Wouldn't worry too much about him, says Two, sensing her silent distress. With the two of you set on West Screaming, there's little more he could hope for. If I were one of his captured, I'd sooner try my luck escaping over the Fedorins than face the likes of you two. This will all work out. I've a real sense for these sort of things, you know. And now, the adventure begins. Your journey to Dra Dracutor. Ends atop a rocky hillside below which sits the Advari Temple. The three of you survey the scene spread out below you, and you are quite dismayed to note a large number of masked men that are gathered around the ancient structure. A handful of them appear to be engaged in guarding the front and back entrances, while the rest of them seem to just be milling around. Dewey tells you he would attempt to stir up as much confusion as he can, Lead, a mat, lead off as many as the mass men as he is capable of in the process. You likely won't have five much time to spare, he says, but it may be just enough time to slip past them. 
You need a bit of good fortune. Chu wishes you both luck. And um, before moving off to set events in motion, he tells you he hopes he, he hopes she will be reunited with her father. Perhaps our paths will cross again someday, he says. Under circumstances more fair, you'll grant me. Well then, I'm off. Good luck and safe return. To the Tower Wall, this day wise. You watch as two slinks away through the woods and is lost from sight. You and Oreo move stealthily to the base of the hill, awaiting your opportunity to slip through the enemy's wanks and enter the temple. Suddenly, a commotion erupts near the front of the temple, and you turn in that direction to teach you springing into the saddle of an unattended horse. He waves to a group of nearby swordsmen and spits on the ground at their feet. With bravado rarely encountered, Chu wires three complete wings around the large group of mass waders before galloping off down the road. His bold plan seems to have paid off. No, 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 that would have probably been really difficult to do if you never had to draw anything. Because putting someone on a horse, really difficult. Because, you know, they've got two things moving. And often it looks weird. A group of horsemen at the front of the temple immediately give chase, the hooves of their steed fluttering along the road as they pursue the rapidly departing Chew. The masked men, who have been milling about close to the temple, spill out onto the road to have a look at the chase. Even the guards stationed at the rear of the temple move around the structure to get a view of what's just occurred. For a moment, both entrances to the temple stand unguarded. There is no time to lose. Oh, these people are so going to get yelled at. You know, if there's anyone alive after I'm done with this place. So I can go through the front or the back. Of course, they both go to the same temple, so it doesn't matter that much. In the front. You emerge from the forest and make your way with all possible haste to the front entrance of the temple. Behind the backs... An entire legion of masked waders, you slip inside the structure. Immediately inside the temple, a broad set of stone steps descends into a wide landing. With Uriah at your side, you quickly descend the stairs and arrive at the landing, only to discover you are not alone. Two masked swordsmen step out of the shadows and attack. Uriah swings, swings at one of the men with the staff, leaving you to face the other. Wait, two mass swordsmen? But she's got one. Why am I fighting two? Yeah, don't care. The mass swordsmen slash at you. Deadly foe's cut and the cut foe cuts a deadly arc with his blade and is slain. Thirteen XP. With the mass men dead, you search the landing and discover at one end. A narrow set of stairs descending into shadow. Oreo turns and he shakes his shoulder across. Look, and the old father be with us, she says, peering down into the darkness. 
Let's do what we have come here to do. Find our way out of this hole alive. Cautiously descend the steps. The pa passage walls of the ancient Avari temple are covered are covered with intricate geometric engravings. Now and again you can hear what sounds like movement somewhere far off from the gloom. A set of stairs ascends from here to the upper reaches of the temple. But you have no desire to leave this place without accomplishing what you set off here to do. So, I'm in the temple. It's... I'm on the north side of the temple. And it's... Hmm. Well, there's a passages to the east, west and south. I'm going to go south. Alright. With that on its side, you cautiously make your way through the ancient Avari temple. Intricate geometric engravings adorn the walls of the narrow twisting passages. Alright, I went south and then the, it split into east and west passages, which are explored. They were very short. Okay, east two from the entrance is something. As you turn around the corner, a sharp click, followed by a rush of air. It was all on alert shoot. It's crossbow bolt. Crossbow bolt, speeding out of the shadows towards you. Instinctively, you dive to the floor, praying your action is being in time to avoid the hurtling bolt. No, 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 really, I'm about as close to the floor as I'm going to get. Instead... I jump pick now because when you're when you're toad it's a lot easier to go up than to go further down because I'm not a mole <laughs> go down as a mole easier well the mystery is it's a stone floor so you have to use enhanced moleitude Anyway, picking a number. Bonus of 32. 20 from agility. 12 from luck. If I... Do I get shot? Or do I dodge it? We'll find out. 63. The pain is staggering as the bolt slams into you. Oh, I jumped. I didn't jump fast enough. Piercing your outer layers. And burying it so deep in your flesh. You cry out in agony as you tear the protruding shaft from your torso. 22 damage. Against all odds, you have survived the grievous wound, but you quickly find yourself set upon by two masked swordsmen, their cool eyes betraying their intention to finish the work the crossbow, crossbow bolt get left undone. Hey, hey, um, nah, nah, I can't really complain. I'll do the same to you. A noise from behind causes you to cast a quick glance over your shoulder. In the darkness, you can make out Uriel engaged with a mass swordsman who snuck up from behind. It will turn your attention to the two swordsmen who seek to spill your blood. Alright, two mass swordsmen. They slash at you. They keep slashing and are slain. 9 XP. Your enemies are dead. They remain sprawled out on the stone floor of the temple at your feet. Uriel, having finished off her assailant, rises to side for a few moments, and for a few moments tries to catch her breath. Seems they might have been expecting our sort of trouble, she says, leaning heavily on her staff. 
A quick examination of remains reveals, reveals their long swords and a small quantity of gold. It's the only items of interest. Hmm. It's almost as if they're deliberately making sure they don't carry anything that can be used to identify them. Hmm. I bet, yeah, you probably would do that if you were doing banditry and villainous schemes. It's three common long swords. I'm just going to leave them on the floor. And 29 gold tokens. When you've rested for a moment, you once again set off with the ancient Divided Temple in search of Jaffel. Okay. Now and again, you can hear what sounds like voices off in the distance. Go south a bit more. Oh, no, nothing that time. Keep going. Alright. Let's see. On the west side... On the east side of the map is a twisty passage. Why not? And on the west side... Whoops, another twisty passage. Ulio assumes a battle where he stands as you quickly follow suit as three figures loom out of the darkness head. The figures step into your pool of light and reveal themselves to be three mass swordsmen. One of them. One of them rushing to attack Uria, while the other two focus their attention on you. You grit your teeth and prepare for combat. The first of their two opponents launches his attack. I guess there's columns and stuff in the way. Making... Making just surrounding me difficult. Or maybe they're just not good at teamwork. Begin, swordsman. Begin combat with the mass swordsman. Slashes at you. I stab it. And it dies. 9 XP. Before you can even catch your breath, the second swordsman is upon you. Slashing at you viciously. Slashes at you. And is slain. 9 XP. All three of the swordsmen have met their fate. Uryo steps back from the body of her opponent, having only seconds earlier split his skull with a brutal stripe. Swipe of her staff, is she? I guess she's preserving the magic. Makes sense, she doesn't know what's going to turn up. A quick examination of Romain. Romain reveals their long swords and a small quantity of gold is the only item of interest. Just three terrible swords, and, well, common swords, and 19 gold tokens. When you have rested for a moment, you once again set off with the ancient Avadi temple in search of Jaffel. Alright, to the southwest corner, and then east to something. Oh, and this is another stairs up. If I'd, if I'd gone through the back way, I'd, I think I'd have arrived there. That's the only difference between the two. Pretty much. Okay, now and again you hear up. What sounds like voices off in the distance? Okay. To the eastern twisty twist. Alright, on the east side. It twists to the south. Suddenly, Uyaro stops. A motion for you to descend. She levels her staff at the shadows. 
She levels the stamped shadows in front of her, unleashes a wide arc of blue flying into the darkness, momentarily illuminating the black passage ahead. A sight that greets your eyes causes your heart to skip a beat. Four large forest trolls stand in the passage, a collection of crude weapons gripped in their savage hands. The first of the trolls roars in agony as the arc of flame unleashed by Yuria tears through it, killing the wretched beast where it stands. Ooh, it's doing double duty. It's illuminating and it's killing. The three remaining trolls below bear with rage and charge at you. Uryo intercepts one of them, laying a series of heavy blows on the dangerous beast. As you quickly find yourself confronted by a fearsome duo wielding heavy spiked clubs. Alright, okay. They've this is getting closer to the closer to the headquarters as they've bothered to arm the trolls this time. Begin combat. Trolls swipe at you with their heavy spiked club. And a slain. Five XP. All four of the trolls are dead. Ruyo strides up to you, the tip of her staff still smoking. We must hurry, Sir Crocodile. I fear we haven't much time. Alright, got to the south side. Let's go to twist, twisting east. A lone mass swordsman is standing guard here. He's leaning back a, He's leaning back against a wall, drawing at it, kicking at his foot with the toe of his leather boot. Kicking at the floor with the toe of his leather boot but quickly draws his blade and steps boldly into the centre of the passage as you approach, not wishing to give him any opportunity to alert any nearby cohorts. You leap forward and attack him, the speed and ferocity of your assault catching him by surprise. Alright, so mass swordsman, begin combat. Okay, slashes at me, and it deals a savage well-placed blow for 8 damage. But now, in just three rounds, it is slain. 9 XP. Oreo slaps you on the shoulder following your victory. You quickly search the man's remains and discover that his longsword and a small quantity of gold are the only items that warrant any interest. Common longsword and 11 gold. You engage, just keeping the sword there. Honestly, honestly this is going gonna to be really... It's going to be dangerous to walk past walk back along here with all these swords just hanging on the floor. You exchange a nod with Uriel and the two of you proceed with caution along the temple passage. Alright, just gotta watch my path for all these swords that are left around. Alright, twirled back to the southeast corner and going north. Your progress to the passage comes to a halt as three figures emerge from the gloom ahead. A masked man in a scarred leather breastplate stands in the middle of the passage, flanked on either side by two masked swordsmen. He draws his blade and levels it threateningly at you. The corner of your eye, note Uyo, grip, adjusts the grip of her staff. You should not have come here, fools. Fools, he says, his voice menacing. You will now see that your home is for naught. The two swordsmen. Ooh. That essy semblance again. The two swordsmen at his side stride forward, their dreads drawn as they advance upon you. Uyo. 
Audio leaps in front of you, her staff held across her body as she glares with glares with burning hatred at the approaching foe. Take the other, Sir Crokinch, and she cries. Let these cowards see just how well they fare against the likes of us. You charge ahead and launch an attack against the leader of the trio. He easily parries your initial assault and launches him launches himself into a combative stance. Now you find death, he growls. It's a mass it's a mass masked swordmaster. Uh, I've got to take it down. Savage roleplay well strike for 7 damage. The masked swordmaster slashes at you, but he can't do that anymore because it is dead. 37 XP. Your enemy topples over dead. You turn to see how Uryo is fared, not surprised to find her standing over the bodies of her fallen foes, leaning on her staff as she admires your handiwork. A quick examination of the body at your feet turns up the following. Alright, we've got a sturdy longsword and a well-crafted leather breastplate. I'll just take both of those to sell later. Oh, and 36 gold tokens. We must be close now, says Uryo, as you prepare to once again set off through the temple. So fierce a garden would not be stationed far from those you serves and protects. Let us hurry. Okay, keep going north, and then there's something in the northeast corner. Maybe a passage even further down. The passage ends abruptly at a heavy stone door. Insecrate engravings, much like those that cover the walls, adorn its surface. The door is slightly ajar, and you peer through the narrow opening, hoping to learn what lies beyond. You're both elated and shocked by the scene your eyes behold. Beyond the door is a large circular chamber, in the centre of which swirls a wide, inky black vortex that you instantly recognise as an open shadow path. Oh no. They've already got it open. They're just going to keep throwing more and more monsters out of it until we close it. Oh, they must have broke Jaffor using... Hideous, hideous tortures, no doubt. Standing before the spinning portal is the silent masked maid you already twice encountered. His gloved hands raised above his bowed head. Six masked swordsmen and four forest trolls surround him. In the far corner you spot the frail form of an old man, slumped up against the wall, his waggy breath audible even at this distance. The man appears to be fairly conscious, yes, yes, after all that rough, that rough treatment that can just totally break your will, and really quickly too. I mean, I mean, I thought it would take a while, but apparently they broke him super quickly, maybe they have some sort of... Maybe they have some sort of lesser mind control thing and any doubt regarding his identity is, is removed when Yuria whispers into ear it's my father she hiss, hisses sharply and he yet lives suddenly your eyes are drawn to the shadow path 
from which it glutteral bellow erupts. Your blood runs cold, and you hear, hear Uriel gasp as the source of the terrifying sound sets forth from the swirling vortex. Alright, what are they summoning? Well, we're going to find out right now. The enemy unmasked. The true face of the enemy is revealed as you make a last desperate ch stand in the chamber of the shadow path. The unmasking. Begin the scenario. Here's the recap, but we've just seen that, so I'm just going to skip that. Something's coming out of the portal, but what is it? Four grey-skinned ogres emerge from the shadow path. A pair of black... A pair of black... pair of bat-like black wings protrude from each of their back, backs. Their hands are clenched iron-hafted axes. Yes, they're even better equipped than the ones we just fought. Behind the ogres, a cloaked, slivering figure emerges from the vortex. The cloaked figure appears to have the human-like arms and hands, and the head and torso, torso of a la of a large snake. The hideous cloak, the, hid the hideous cloaked creature hisses loudly. And at once, the four winged ogres fly across the chamber and slay the four forest trolls in a matter of seconds. In a matter of seconds, the masked men in the chamber suddenly drop to their knees and bow their heads in the direction of the cloaked figure. Alright, so that's how Tarsal looked. Human-like arms and hands, but the head and torso of a large snake. So... So no, no, they're not Nargas then, because Nargas have a human torso. These, these have a snaky torso and head. So it's just all snake, but with arms. Because arms are handy. They really are. You can use them to pick up things like weapons and puppies. <laughs> and Pencils. Or, you know, pick yourself up if you've fallen down. Or punch people. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Alright, looks like the leader has arrived. Right, the cloaked figure hisses loudly. And issues a direct command to the masked brethren, masked men. Wise, my brethren, the creature hisses. Wise and reveal yourself to me. In unison, the masked men rise to their feet and slowly bring up their gazes to meet that of the cloaked figure, 
You are taken aback as a hideous, shocking transformation begins to take place. The bodies of the masked men begin to contort and morph, and they assume new, more terrifying forms. Realise that while the men are retaining their human-like arms and hands, their torsos are changing into that, into those of large snakes, just like the cloaked creature that emerged from the shadow path. You look to Uriel, and she stares at you in shock. In unison, you both whisper the same word. Tarsil. Alright, now I'm just going to explain. There's a link for them. Let's read that. Tarsil are a malevolent waste of semi-humanoid serpents. The lower half of their body is that of a large snake, while the upper half is path is fitted with two human-like arms. The broad, flattened head of the tarsal is that of a giant snake. Tarsal are particularly cruel, wicked, and they often seek to ensnare their victims. These cunning cryptums, creatures have become quite a rarity throughout the realms, although not rare enough, as they have long been sought out by humans for destruction. However, recent encounters with Tazar suggest they may be a more prevalent threat than is commonly assumed. I guess it's part of the age that they'll turn up. Chazor are capable of wielding weapons and usually do with great degree of skill. Some Tazor possess magical abilities. Should be noted, Tazor will rarely be encountered alone. Tazar, much like Kogari or the Wat Men, are able to assume human form for long, for long durations, making them particularly deadly and elusive foe. It's been said that when killed, Tazari can retain its human guise, thus concealing its true nature, even in death. Oh, I guess that means they actually transform, rather than just have an illusion. The goal of the Tsar is the enslavement and or destruction of all humankind. Yes. They're bad ones. Well, I don't think we've... We, I, we've seen a lot of Tsar in this game, but I think every single one of them has been bad. Every single one. Hmm. Let's see. I mean, we've had we've had goblins that are sympathetic. We've had catamarks that are sympathetic. We've had trolls that are sympathetic. We've had ogres that are sympathetic. We've not had any spiders that are sympathetic. So I guess that's it. What about the whack? No, 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 they've been, no, no, I think they've been consistently, they've been consistently evil, but I think that's it. Spiders, spiders, whap men, and snake men, those are the ones that are always evil. Although I would like to be proven wrong. It's now clear that the mass waders were Tazal that had assumed human form. It was also clear that they have succeeded in unlocking 
the shadow gate and reopening the shadow path. Invite, oh, inviting into this world, the cloak has all, and its wings ogre minions. This bodes very well, ill, whispers Ulari. I fear an entire army is about to pour through that portal unless we figure something, figure out something quickly. Suddenly, the robed Tazul turns in your direction and motions with his hand, pouring the door open with unseen magic and revealing you to the gathered company. The Tazul hisses angrily, narrows its bright yellow eyes as it glares with hatred upon its least favourite species. I will not have my re-emergence into this world marred by the likes of such bile. Slay them and let us begin the invasion. Two of the winged ogres take flight and hurl hurtle across the chamber towards you. The axe is ways to hack you and Uro to pieces. Oyo steps to the right, you step to the left, separating yourselves. As Uyo unleashes an arc of blue flame at one of the ogres, you find yourself quickly entangled with the other. It's a winged ogre. I guess that's just how the ogres look where they come from. That or it's uh, some sort of experiment. Something, something they made themselves using using dead using hideous tazarial science and magic the winged ogre hacks you with heavy axe the winged ogre lands a solid blow with its heavy axe for 17 damage another blow for 14 damage and then for 15 damage but now it is slain 13 xp you turn to see how Uyo has fared, and find she is just stepping over the charred corpse of her foe. Her staff held at the ready, as a second pair of beasts fly out across the chamber to attack. You engage, you each engage one of the winged ogres. Begin combat with a winged ogre. The winged ogre hacks at you with its heavy axe. Solid blow heavy axe for, for 11 damage. And now it is slain. 13 XP. Watch those snakes! Was Oreo, as she both steps closer together. Your eyes draw glued to the six sword wielding Tazar that have drawn themselves as a combat formation in the middle of the chamber. The rogue Tazar, still standing directly in front of the swirling shadow path, issues the order, and its six sword wielding Klin quickly sliver rapidly across the floor towards you. They're just the same as those mass waders we've been having our way with, says Oreo, as she regrips her wooden staff. No better, no worse. No quarter, Sir Crokington. Alright. And that is the end of that scenario. But now, on to the next one where we go to fight. All. All of those snakes. The second wave. Begin. The six advancing Zari quick, quickly divide their attack, with two of their number launching themselves at Uriel, while the remaining four closing on you, one at a time. Sword-wielding Tazar. Hmm. 
Alright, here we are. The vicious Cesar slashes at you with his sword. Cesar lands a well-placed strike with his blade for 12 damage. And it is slain. 9 XP. You step over the bloody carcass of the first Cesar and readily engage the second sword-wielding snake man. Sword-wielding Cesar. Vicious Cesar slashes at you with his sword. There's a strike and anyway, any is slain. 9 XP. Having... Despite having witnessed two of its kin meet their gloom at your hand, the Feltazano shows no sign of fear. Although admittedly, I don't know how I'd even tell if a snake, if the Tazar was afraid. It's not like they can sweat. Or, you know, shiver. Or do all the other. Or because they're snakes, they have entirely separate biological responses. So it would be a mystery. The vicious creature hisses and swipes at you with its deadly sharp longsword. So according to Zar, begin combat. The vicious Zar slashes at you with his sword. Tazar lands a well-placed strike with his blade for 11 damage and is slain. 9 XP. The last of the top four Tazar slivers into melee range and attacks. Alright, let's just take it down. Well placed strike for 14 damage, and then 9 damage, then 6 damage, but it is slain. 9 XP. All ticks are dead. Audio rejoins you at your side. Before you can, even, can concoct a plan of action, something entirely unexpected happens. The rogue Tazar raises his hands, and the swords of your fallen foes rise into the air, and coming together, the rotating mass at the ceiling in the middle of the chamber, the wicked creature waves its hand, and instantly the six blades are hurtling through the air towards you. Okay, I've got to do something. I've got all these swords firing at me. Yes, and I was worried about sword. About floor swords, but now we've got well, now we've got air swords, and those are much worse. Attempt to dodge the blades. Tele- use telekinesis or fortification. Mm. Telekinesis is just this caller. Channeling it. It succeeded. Sixteen XP to telekinesis, using the power of your mind. You're able to exert a force on the hurtling blades and change their course. The swords crash down around you, and you're not struck by a single one. And audio is fine too. Your eyes are drawn to the shadow path, where something large has begun to emerge. A massive, flickering, forked tongue protrudes from the swirling black vortex, and a hiss like a wall of rushing wind fills the chamber. Oh, father, be with us, mutters Urio. She takes a single bold step in the direction of the shadow path. And that is the end of that scenario. Okay. The beast. A beast from beyond. Begin the scenario. The head of a massive grey-scaled serpent emerges from the shadow path. With unexpected sea speed, the gigantic web... Reptile slivers out of the swirling portal, nearly filling half the womb with its tremendous bulk. 
The serpent wears up and stretches open its cavernous mouth, revealing long, sharp fangs dripping with venom. Devour them! hisses the worm to Zal. Alright, now, are snakes just bigger where they're from? Are they related? I mean, evolutionary speaking. I mean, ultimately, obviously, they're from the same world, so they would be, but, I mean, how close? How close? Is it, like... Is it, like, a Neanderthal human thing? Human ape thing? Or more like... Or more distant than that? I guess we'll never know. Or did they just take a normal steak and just used bigifying magic on it. Who knows? Who knows? Alright, so I can just fight it, but I can shoot it with an arrow first. Notch an arrow and fire at the serpent before it attacks. I'll do that. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 28, all from archery. Boosted by the Grand Ashen Bow, which I got at the battlegrounds. Success, I've got to get 41 or more. Pick now. 49, success, twink! 8 XP to archery. Your arrow strikes a serpent in the throat. For a moment, the giant creature recoils in pain. Seizing the opportunities delay is presented, Oreo unleashes a bolt of blue flame at the giant snake as you leap forward and attack. It's a massive, venomous serpent. Really? It's massive and venomous? That's just overkill. Begin combat. The serpent snaps its powerful jaws at you. Oyo unleashes a bolt of blue flame from her staff, striking the massive serpent. I do some stabbing, some more stabbing. Another bolt of blue flame from Oyo for five damage. And I'm doing various damage. It is slain. 37 XP, with a shudder that shakes the entire chamber. The massive serpent is at last claimed by death. The woe Tazol looks on in stunned disbelief at the unmoving corpse of a creature he once believed to be invincible. There's little time to dwell on your victory, however, for slivering across the chamber towards you is Cesar Mage, who opened the shadow gate. Gloved hands again weaved in black flames. You recount your previous encounters with the deadly foe when he was in the guise of the silent leader of the masked waders. No place to run, says Yoyo as he draws closer. Unlucky for him. Okay, and I think. Alright, let's take let's take this guy down. A final standoff begins scenario. Th- the three sword-wielding Tazor suddenly emerge from the sh- shadow gate, and the world Tazor, still standing before the swirling vortex, directs them to join the attack. Three of them sliver rapidly across the chamber, but Uryo steps forward, forward to meet their advance, leaving you to face the Tazor mage alone. Okay. I mean, 
now is if speaking it will not make more sense for her to take it on because it's far more personal personal with her but I guess it's just just how things go and of course as a game it would be weird if you just took on some minor mooks while if you took on some minor mooks while the secondary character did engaged engaged the big bad of this arc. Anyway, we're taking it on. For you, Lario, and all the people you've killed. Begin combat. Dark flames erupt from the masked man's gloved hands as he strikes at you. Alright. A bolt of dark flame erupts from the hands of your enemy and slams into you for 20 damage. And he is slain. Finally. No running away this time. There's just no way you can do it with Uyo around to clonk him one. You've slain your foe. 21 XP. The Tazar mage emits a wagged hiss as it collapses to the floor. Uyo is still battling. One of the Tazar she intercepted. You are about to rush to her side when the sound from behind spins you around. Standing behind you. Its sword poised to cut you down. It's an uncommonly large Tazar. Before you can react, the snake man grunts in agony and pitches forward. Its head striking the stone floor hard, and its sword cl- clattering from its gasp. Standing in the shadows behind, behind the fallen creature, is none other than Jew! Jew the Terrible! At your service! He grins, reaching down to extract his long, bound, long-bladed knife from the back of the dead Tazar. Mind you, they don't always go as easy as that. What luck! Uyo has slain the last of her foes, so streets to where you stand with you. She seems as surprised as you were to see him, but she says nothing while she tries to catch her breath. Go on, tend to that one, says Juro, mentioning to the woe Tazor before the shadow path. I'll, I'll get the old man to safety. Don't bother about it. Go on, tend to that one, says Two, motioning to the robed, robed Tazar before the shadow path. I'll get the old man to safety. Don't bother about it. Two steps into the shadows and begins to skirt the perimeter of the chamber, making his way towards the barely conscious Jaffor. The robed Tazor before the shadow path hisses harshly, and the four more of his cool kin file through the portal and sliver across the chamber. Two have headed for you, and two for Oya. Well, I thought the last one I dealt with was the world Tazal, but I guess this one was in off, off on the corner somewhere? Or it just went through the it went through the hole? Yeah. Hmm. And anyhow, that the one we just fought wasn't the butt big boss. It was just the boss of the expedition to the village. Okay, I'll probably need 
I probably need a little map and lots of tiny little figures figures on it to, to, pl to plot exactly what's happening. You step forward to engage the first of the vicious snake men, anyhow. Sword wielding Tazar. The vicious Tazar slashes you with his sword. Well placed strike for 12 damage and slain. 9 XP. The second sword wielding Tazar is upon you almost immediately. Sword wielding Tazar. Vicious Tazar slashes you with his sword. Well placed strike for 7 damage, but it is still slain. 9 XP. The four Tazar are dead. You and Oyo step towards the shadow path. Your eyes fixed on the world Tazar. The wicked creature's yellow eyes now hisses sharply. You are too late, humans. He hisses. Six legions await my command to begin the invasion of this world which has long been promised them. The realm of man is about to crumble. There is no... Suddenly, Yorio stretches forward and thrusts her hand in the direction of the world Tazar. Split second later, an unseen force slams into the cool creature, sending it tumbling backwards into the swirling vortex where it disappears from sight. Quickly, cries Yorio, as she dashes across the chamber. We must close the shadow path. You know, before it comes through again. You know, with its six legions. Hmm, six legions. Now. Let me just check something. Alright, now. I'm going, basing off the Roman legions. Of course, the size of the legion varied on, you know time and whether they could fill all the all the walls in the legion which quite often you couldn't but i'm going to assume these are going to be fully stocked legions for the for for the invasion because you know you haven't actually done any war yet so they're not been depleted so let's say five thousand around about that that's a lower end estimate could be a bit higher could be a bit lower. No, no, could, no, could be a bit higher than that. Not really much lower for fully stacked legions. Anyway, so six legions, 30,000 soldiers. And I assume, does that include the trolls? Probably not. They're probably a separate, separate force. So maybe a few thousand of those too. Okay, yeah, that would probably be a doom army in in a medieval con in a medieval context. That's probably a bigger army than they could than they could probably mush together, or at least at short notice. Definitely bigger than than pretty much any army that was assembled in medieval times. Far bigger than say the army which. Which William the Conqueror needed to conquer England. So yeah, I think that would probably, if not enough to conquer, probably not the whole world because there would be attrition, be attrition, wastage, disease, ambushes, various things. So they wouldn't just be able to 
probably wouldn't be able to conquer the whole world, but be able to get themselves a get themselves a permanent foothold with that. Well, at least until Tally's turn to come comes round. If he, I mean, if he comes out of retirement, then yeah, then they're, they're screwed. He's probably dealt with, he's probably dealt with things like this lots of times before. But that that's been. But that's not going to happen anymore, because we're going to close this shadow path. But I think let's go do that in the next episode. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.